Hello and welcome to a postseason edition of the Drew Roth Show alongside Purdue soccer head coach Drew Roth and junior midfielder Grace Walsh. I'm the team's communications director, Charlie Healy. Grace, welcome to, th- welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Boilers are get- Boilermakers are getting ready for the Big Ten regional weekend on Thursday against Northwestern. But first, Drew, Looking back at Saturday night's scoreless draw against Indiana, what stood out to you about the team's performance? Well, I think we had a game plan to follow, and I think uh, the team did an excellent, excellent job carrying it out. I also thought just the, you know, the intensity and the, uh, you know, desire to, to, to win the ball high on the field and uh, get chances out of our pressure and just staying, staying connected and, and just, uh, you know, staying close together so we could help each other out defensively and also combine with each other when we had the ball. Uh, just really, really good job. Um, I thought, I thought our, you know, forward started uh, the pressure up high and, uh, you know, did, did an excellent job forcing uh, IU to, you know, get some longer balls that we were able to pick up. Uh, center backs did a great job being aggressive, not allowing uh, their forwards to, you know, hold the ball and connect passes and uh, just overall just a really solid performance uh, without the ball and with the ball. Uh, as I told the team, I was extremely happy with uh, just, just how we, how we played and how we competed. Um, you know, just wanted that goal, of course, that would have, that would have topped it off. Um, I thought we really deserved that goal, but, but it didn't happen. And uh, you just got to look at it and say it was a great performance. And uh, that's the type of soccer we want to be playing this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's perfect. You know, especially heading into the postseason, but, Grace, you have, you have four days off in between matches. You played all 110 minutes on Saturday night. What's your key to, to recovery, especially coming off an, an overtime match, looking ahead to, to Thursday in the postseason starting? Yeah, there are many resources available here. We have uh, Wally with strength and conditioning. We have nutritionists um, and also Kirsten, who focuses on our recovery uh, there are a few things I usually do after every game. I usually cold tub or they call it contrast. So you cold tub for a few minutes and then do a, um, a hot tub for a few minutes. And then we also have these cool pants, um, Normatec pants that squeeze your legs really tight. <laughs> um, but usually I try to do two days of recovery and then also just focus on sleep, eating well, um, and just time management with my schoolwork. Um, and yeah, just getting in, doing those treatments and just focusing on making my body feel better. <laughs> awesome, yeah, it's, it's, it, a, lot, a lot goes into to it aside from just on the pitch. So it's great that we have all those resources available to, to keep you guys in, in the best shape possible with, with a quick turnaround. But, you know, quick turnaround to Thursday, Purdue opens postseason play against Northwestern in Madison in the opening round of the Big Ten tournament. And the Boilermakers earned a one nothing win over the Wildcats on March 13th here at Folk Field. Drew, as you prepare for Thursday's match, do you take much from from that win over Northwestern or are you focused more on the last couple matches when, when you're scouting? Yeah, I really like to look at the game uh, that we played with them just to see certain matchups and you know, see how, uh, you know, what worked well, what, what didn't work so well. So definitely uh, nice to have some film from a, from a recent match. 
Uh, but then also, yeah, like you said, uh, look at the last couple matches that they've played uh, just because uh, that's going to be, uh, you know, the most similar uh, look, I would say. Um, they just, just played a recent game against Illinois uh, last weekend and, you know, a good competitive match. So you look at that and you uh, just try to get a couple things that, uh, you know, you feel that uh, you can you can use, um, you know, just uh, this time of year. Most teams aren't looking to change up too much, uh, so you, you want to look at a couple things that you can implement. Uh, but as but as I usually say, it's also uh, you know mostly about about what you do. So um, we'll we'll make a couple adjustments based on uh, how Northwestern plays. Uh, but at the same time, I think the the principles that we uh, work on and, and the things that we applied to our, our match against Indiana, uh, if we can do those consistently, um, that's that's what we're focused on the most. But uh, yeah, this this time of the year. Um, you know, teams are familiar with each other, uh, watching film. Even if you didn't play uh, that particular team, you've probably seen them play while you're scouting another uh, opponent there. So uh, everybody's pretty familiar in the Big Ten. Uh, it just comes down to, uh, you know, who's who's ready to play and uh, you know, who's ready to work for it on Thursday. Yeah, definitely. And Grace, how about you? As you look ahead to facing Northwestern for a second time, obviously the, the coaches will present you with, with the appropriate film and, and the tactical things to work on on the field. But the back of your mind, how much are you thinking about that, that match earlier in the year? Or how much are you just focused on, on the next one and, and taking that out of your mind, the earlier game? Yeah, uh, I definitely am focusing on this next match, but I also think it will feel a little nostalgic to be playing at Wisconsin um, again, because last year we had a great performance there and um, came up with that win against Wisconsin. So it is kind of easy to, um, you know, look in the past and uh, kind of see what we did then. But hopefully we can bring some of that energy from both the win against Wisconsin on their field last year and also that win against Wisconsin earlier this year. Um, but it is a new game and a new opportunity to kind of replicate those winning feelings. Um, mm -hmm. But as the season has progressed, we have improved, we've adjusted some things. Um, and I'm sure Northwestern and Wisconsin have as well. Um, but it is important just to focus on this game. And as Drew mentioned, we'll look at some film, um, adjust whatever we need to. But um, I think we're just focusing on playing our game and, um, you know, coming off this great performance against IU, we kind of want to replicate that. Yeah, definitely. And Drew, let's talk a little bit about Grace. You know, she came in as, as a defender, played her first two years on the back line before shifting to, to midfield this year. What, mm -hmm. what do you like most about what she brings to the pitch and, and helps the team you in a match? Yeah, well, Grace, you know, I mentioned it to uh, the Big Ten broadcast team earlier this year. You know, I think she's one of the most underrated players in the Big Ten. You know, Grace's, uh, you know, demeanor, she's kind of calm and cool, and she plays that way. And uh, if you know the game of soccer, you see the things that she does, and, and you know that they're special, just how, you know, she plays quickly, she plays smart. Uh, she reads the game defensively uh, at, at a better level than most. Um, she's just that two-way player that can defend and attack, and that's why she plays the six role, which is a huge role for us. Um, but as I said, you know, she's not going to be extra flashy or taking players on. And, um, you know, sometimes, like I said, some, some people that don't really know the game too well, 
uh, may watch watch us play and not really notice her. But those that uh, you know that that understand soccer and understand how important uh, that player is that can set the tempo that can uh, you know uh, create dangerous opportunities just by playing quickly and not hanging onto the ball and things of that nature. Those are the simple uh, things that that aren't so simple that Grace does uh, consistently. So uh, I think she's one of the, the best players in, in the conference. And, uh, you know, I think she's gotten better every year. And I was joking with our assistants the other day, it's just how we want to keep pushing Grace up because she can also play that final ball as a six. And sometimes I look at her maybe playing the eight and I joke that maybe by the time she's done, she'll be our center forward. You know, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we keep, uh, we keep pushing her up and up, but uh, you know, there's not a lot of players that can play that many roles, but Grace could play wing back. She could play center back. She could, she could play the six to eight, you know, so uh, just a, a very talented player that I think is having an outstanding season. And, uh, you know, I think her teammates and her coaches uh, appreciate what she does, uh, you know, at such a high level um, and uh, uh, maybe hasn't gotten that recognition that she deserves, but uh, you know, I think that'll come with time um, as she continues to put together these strong performances and uh you know, Grace is just, uh, you know, one of one of our top players and just uh, a really smart, talented uh, soccer player. And the edge that she's played with lately, I think, has taken her game to another level. She's always been a tough player, um, but I think now she's dealing with that physicality extremely well. And I said, you know, there's not a lot of players who can get in on a hard tackle then also, uh, you know, circulate the ball, play the final ball, you know, create some chances in the final third. So to have a player of that type of skill set, that that diverse uh, of a skill set uh, in the middle of the park is uh, definitely a game changer for us. So uh, really, really impressed with her development in the last few years. And uh, uh, she's just a fun person to coach because you never have to worry about her preparation. You never have to worry about her effort. And uh, she, she's a low maintenance uh, person off the field. She's, she's just uh, does the right things and, and has a great personality. But uh, on the field, she... Uh, you know, she, she really uh, shows her personality and shows what she's capable of. So um, just uh, been an awesome player and a huge part of our program uh, since she's been here. Yeah, definitely. And talking a little bit about that transition, as we said, you, you started on the back line your first two years and now you're now playing in the midfield. How, what was that transition like, Grace, this year? It was, I suppose you had a little more time to transition with the fall, but what, what's that been like for you as a player on the, on the field? Yeah, I think it has actually been a relatively smooth transition. I do have some experience playing midfield throughout high school, but never at the Big Ten level. Um, but as you mentioned, the fall gave me the opportunity to develop, uh, work on my positioning, uh, work on some skills needed in the midfield. Um, but I also watch quite a bit of soccer. So um I look up to players like Julie. So I try to kind of watch what they do and learn from them. But I think most importantly, um, my teammates played a huge role in kind of making that transition smooth. Um, I know that I'll always have, you know, five people in front of me and five people in back of me um, that have my back and who will be supportive. So that kind of gave me the confidence um, in this new role. Awesome. And, and when it comes to Drew touched on it a little bit, but your attitude on the pitch and your, your overall work ethic, not only playing, but off the field, you know, you always have a smile on your face. You're always there to back up your teammates. You know, always very cheerful. And that that's, to me, that's what stands out about 
what you bring to the table. What, where did that come from? Do you remember, or is that just something you've always, always had? Um, I think maybe part of it I've always kind of had. <laughs> um, but I think this past year, uh, we were kind of all given the opportunity to step back and reflect about kind of why we play soccer, what motivates us, because it was a pretty tough year and we weren't playing any games. So we kind of all needed to figure that out. But soccer is a very difficult sport, both mentally and physically, um, but it's also a team sport and there's always going to be 25 plus people there, like around you going through a similar situation. So you're never going to be the only one, you know, with a cut or a bruise, or you're never going to be the only one who's tired on the field. So I think when I think about what makes me work hard and have a good work ethic, um, I think about those connections that I've made with my teammates, both through like the ups and the downs, you know, the happy moments after winning a game and the frustrating moments after losing a game. But um, yeah, I've definitely focused on connections with my teammates and trusting that they're always going to be putting in um, that work as well. You talked a little bit about reflecting during in the last year with, without sports. What else were you able to, was that sort of what you focused on or were, were you able to reflect on a little more uh, in that time off, which started a little more than a year ago now? Yeah, um, I definitely picked up a few books here and there. So <laughs> I was able to um, kind of learn some things from those books. Um, what else did I do? I didn't pick up any new skills. I know a lot of people had, you know, those quarantine skills or like learning the piano or something. But I think I just took the time to kind of, um, you know, rest my body, um, think about um, academics as well as uh, soccer. Um, and also, I tried to focus some energy into continuing to form connections with um, my friends and teammates because it was difficult to keep in contact with some of them. Um, but yeah, I think it was definitely a learning and growing period for so many of us. Definitely, and, and Drew will, will ask you as well, as you look back on the last year, I, I don't think you picked up the piano as well, but. Uh, <laughs> Anything stood out, what, either reflecting or I know you spent a lot of time obviously here at home with, with your family, but yeah. anything stood out from that, from that time period? Well, I think, it, you know, just try to take a little time to take a step back because, you know, life can get so, so hectic sometimes, you know, got two, two awesome little kids at home and, uh, you know, watch, you got a chance to watch them uh, grow a little, a little more up close than maybe when I'm, you know, running around uh, recruiting was, uh, you know, basically uh, no go for, for about a year. Um, couldn't travel, couldn't recruit. And that, that's a lot of my time spent uh, away from the family. So, uh, you know, I actually tried to look at the bright side of all the challenges that there were, and there were so many, but try to try to find some positives and just more time. And uh, like you said, uh, you know, Grace mentioned just forming connections, um, you know, with people that, uh, you know, maybe had a little more time to, to focus on that. And then just, uh, 
you know, you appreciate uh, the opportunities that we have to like get, get the team together and play. It's something you kind of take for granted when you've been playing this game and coaching this game pretty much as long as I can remember. Um, you know, I've had, a, I've had a soccer game to go to as a player and a coach, uh, you know, for, for 30, 40, whatever years, a long, long, long time. Uh, so to, to go that long without, uh, you know, kind of doing those things that you love, you love the team being together and having a good practice or a good game or just, you know, making those, those connections and to all of a sudden just be without that uh, and, and have that all up in the air for a while. It just makes you appreciate, uh, you know, the, the moments that you have. And so I think, uh, you know, just, uh, just, just more grateful maybe and just more uh, uh, in the moment is, is where I try to be uh, a little bit more now after the year that we went through. And, uh, um, you know, the season's been really enjoyable. You know, we're, we weren't sure what to expect. Um, didn't know if there'd be cancellations with weather and COVID and all the things going on. But uh, although it does feel a little bit different than the fall season, uh, I think we found, found a lot of joy in, uh, you know, playing good soccer and, and connecting with each other more. So uh, it's been a real enjoyable season. And uh, I said this past year was, was very hard, but there was some things that, uh, that, that we took from it. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I, think, I think there was some positives. But uh, looking forward to, to having a more normal fall and, uh, you know, just, uh, just getting back to, uh, uh, to things. But, uh, but, yeah, definitely time to reflect and, and appreciate uh, you know, these, great, these great opportunities that we have to work with uh, such an awesome group of people every day. Yeah, de definitely a lot of time to, to look back and, and reflect and remember how great it is for what we have. And that next opportunity will be Thursday against Northwestern in Madison. The winner, the Big Ten Regional Weekend opener, will face the West top seed Wisconsin on Sunday. So, Drew and Grace, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate the time today. And be sure to follow us along at Purdue Soccer on social media for all the latest on the Boilermakers. So, thanks for joining us today. Boiler up.